Welcome to Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're going to my hometown, Chicago, Illinois, uh, to talk to Sarah Sharfstein. Hi, Sarah. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm really excited to talk to you about a lot of the innovation that you guys are pushing right now. Sarah is the Vice President of Category Development and Strategy at the amazing company Aspen Dental. Uh, She has really been pushing their orthodontics uh, practice and really being the, the, the leader in that innovation there. And we'll get more into what Aspen Dental is doing in that space. Before we get there, Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your career today. Yeah, so I joined Aspen about two and a half years ago. Um, we saw that there was a big opportunity and a lot of white space in the clear aligner category. And prior to 2018, really hadn't leaned in or invested in that category. So I joined with the goal of launching our own clear aligner brand and experience. Um, prior to joining Aspen, I was with Invisalign or Align Technology, the makers of Invisalign, for almost 12 years. And I held a variety of positions, both in sales leadership as well as marketing leadership and education. So um, I like to think I was sort of well positioned to come over here and, and sort of expand and invest in our, our clear aligner category. That's great. And I can see the brand behind you here, Motto. Tell us yep. a little bit about the, the process of, of creating Motto and uh, really where you guys are with this whole thing. Yeah, so we're, thanks for asking. We're really, really excited. This has been something we've been working on for the last six or seven months. Um, you know, it's a very competitive space. Invisalign was obviously... Um, you know, sort of the disruptor within the orthodontic category. And since then, there have been a number of other clear aligner companies that have come to market, some of which are direct to consumer, where they essentially, you know, don't necessarily have a doctor with a patient every step of the way. Consumers have the ability to go in to a scan shop or even in some instances take impressions at home and send them in for a treatment plan. Um, We also have seen a number of other large dental companies coming to market. And so we really wanted to be thoughtful about how we leaned in within the category and really what would differentiate us and sort of make a consumer select us over maybe one of the other competitors. And so for us, our brand is all about convenience. It's about affordability and it's about meeting the consumer where they are. So if they have that moment of truth that today is the day that they're going to come into the dentist, they're going to come in and get a certain treatment, and maybe they haven't seen a dentist in five to 10 years, we're really focused on being there for them that day and trying to remove any barriers to care. Um, A big part of being a dental support organization is also removing those barriers and that friction for doctors delivering exceptional care. So when we thought about delivering this brand, this product, this experience, we've been really focused on how do we make it easy for the consumer. How do we make it affordable? How do we make it convenient? But also, how do we remove friction for the doctor to deliver? Wow. I mean, I just think how things have evolved from the days of when I was uh, someone would have that had to consider wearing braces, and now we have these amazing products 
uh, like motto. I'm I'm just jealous of people that get to have perfect teeth now. With these, we with love these... to treat you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, uh, with these with with these great products, and certainly with having as uh, you know two two teenage boys that have gone through the process. All of the things that you just highlighted are so critical. You know, making it easy. You know, whilst I love my 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 children, uh, they do tend to misplace things, or uh, suddenly maybe uh, they they forget that they need something, and then they suddenly need it immediately. So so obviously, making it as easy and as affordable is going to be critical for for families across across the country. Um, so tell me more about how the orthodontic space has really evolved over your career. It sounds like you've really been part of that whole cutting edge development of obviously what, what Invisalign did, but now what Aspen Dental is doing with Motto. I mean, how has it evolved and what, what are you seeing uh, in the near future? Yeah, I mean, it's grown a ton, as you could imagine, you know, for the longest time when you and I probably went through orthodontics, our only option was really traditional brackets and wires, which for a variety of reasons is problematic from an aesthetics perspective, from a hygiene perspective. Um, and so clear liners coming in, you know, coming to the market has been such a great opportunity for both adults and teenagers. Um, you know, take it a step further, a line has actually been disrupted by some of these direct-to-consumer companies that have come in and have sort of found, you know, what they believe to be a better mousetrap and a better way to deliver convenience and, and help people get the care that they need if they're not close to a, you know, a practice offering care liners or if they maybe can't pay five or $6,000 for treatment. And so it's really democratized clear liners and it's really changed the category and the landscape in a pretty meaningful way. Um, a lot of these companies are doing a lot of direct-to-consumer marketing, so it's really increased awareness and interest amongst consumers. And so, you know, with a, you know, brand like ourselves, we are the largest uh, branded DSO in North America, um, maybe even in the world. Um, we think we're really uniquely positioned to be able to offer consumers um, that convenience, that affordability, but without them having to give up the doctors. Because I think a lot of the insights we have are that, while patients want to be able to have an option that's, you know, around $2,000, certainly sub $3,000, and they want to have convenience, they don't want to make endless trips to the office, everybody's busy, but they don't really want to forego a doctor being involved. And so when you think about an organization like ours with close to 1,000 locations and certainly over 1,000 doctors, you know, 16,000 team members, mm -hmm. um, we, we think we have the ability to sort of meet them where they are. Um, you had asked me earlier about one of the things that I'm, I'm sort of most excited about, uh, you yeah, know, with yeah. Mono. And one of those things is really we live in the day in a day of everyone has an extreme sense of urgency. You look at how Amazon delivers services and products to people today, and, and we all want things right away, particularly when we waited 40, 50 years to do something for ourselves and we're going to spend a considerable amount of our disposable income. And so one of the things we're doing, we're kind of calling it tray one, day one, but we're really focused on being able to deliver patients first tray um, the day they come in. So if they've oh. been waiting years and today is the day that they come in, they actually have the ability to leave with that first tray um, that same day. And so we, we have that as part of our brand promise across the vast majority of service lines, same with you know, same day dentures and whatnot. But we think it's a real differentiator. We're leveraging 3D printing for it. So again, when you think wow. about sort of how the category is evolving and some of these new technologies, um, 
So we think we're we're really focused on trying to take the best of the best and, and package it up so that consumers can have the best quality, you know, get things quickly, not have to wait, um, but also do it in an affordable way. I love that because I, I think that that really combines all of those lovely things that we've been perhaps we've, we've, we've gotten used to during this pandemic, uh, having everything delivered to us uh, at home, but uh, you know, with, with medical procedures, with dental procedures, with orthodontry, obviously there needs to be a, uh, an expert involved. And it's, it's kind of a wonderful combination of bringing that expertise together with that, I need it right now culture <laughs> that we're all used to now these days. So I, I really love that. So. Let me ask you and let me change gears slightly because, I, I, you know, the dental, the dental process during COVID, during the dark days of COVID in 2020 was quite challenging uh, for my family. Uh, you know, we didn't know, should we go see the dentist? How do we do this? And um, I, I'd love to kind of get your perspective of how this last year has evolved and where you th see things going. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it was definitely an interesting time um, during the pandemic and sort of pushed a lot of leaders to really step up and, and sort of operate differently, not just in a remote manner, but, you know, you, you sort of see leadership shine through when you're faced with a major, major crisis and certainly something that none of us have been a part of before. Um, we were really thoughtful about what we did. So, you know, with over 900 locations now, you, you've right. got to kind of move quickly. We were, we're in 43 states. So as we started getting, you know, information about certain states closing, other states only being open for emergency care. We really pulled together as a leadership team. We put task force in place and we really, I, I think, did a really nice job of guiding our doctors through both closing practices. And, and it felt like just as quickly as we were closing them, we were opening others. But I think a big part of what we did was we, we pulled the team together. It was all hands on deck. We acted very, very quickly. And yeah. I think in a lot of ways that helped us to accelerate growth through the pandemic. We also, you know, took a close look at our key strategic initiatives for the year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our, our CEO sort of jokes, you know, don't waste a good crisis. And so, you know, a lot of us who maybe weren't as involved in the day-to-day -day operations, we really put our heads down and thought, you know, okay, as we come out of this pandemic, because we will, how do we accelerate growth? How does it change how we operate? How does it change how we lead? Do we change how we train? And so motto was sort of, one of those key initiatives, you know, driving clear aligner growth. And so it sort of gave us the opportunity to put our heads down, come together and really think through how we, um, when things start to open back up, how we accelerate growth in the category and how we build this. So I think overall, um, we've seen a really nice trend throughout the pandemic. Obviously, there were several months that were challenging, but I think the fact that we acted quickly um, really helped us and certainly being part of a DSO where you have, you know, a leadership team and an infrastructure to support doctors and teams. Um, a lot of our doctors cited as being really helpful relative to their, their colleagues and peers who maybe weren't a part of a DSO and were trying to navigate that landscape and it being their first time and not really having thought partners throughout the process. I love hearing that the moment and the pandemic uh, allowed the company to innovate and really push into these new areas and that you were able to bring you know your colleagues and work with your colleagues on coming up with this amazing new solution i i love that because the topic of innovation during the pandemic has been one where i've heard kind of two sides to that 
One is that uh, some executives really say, oh, well, it's so hard for us to innovate because we're not together. Or there's this idea that, oh, we have to be in the same room. Whereas other companies like Aspen Dental and obviously the creation of Motto, it's, they're, 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 they're amazing examples of a new type of innovation. Just tell me a little bit about that process of, the, of what you went through to create a new product. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, so I've, I've been a part of, you know, product launches in the past, and I, I've been on teams that are, you know, developing consumer brands. But this was really probably my first opportunity to really gather in what I think was kind of unique and special is when you look at a lot of the clear aligner companies across, across the globe, they're really focused on one product, the clear aligner. They, they might have some adjuncts, but all are very much in the orthodontic space. And so for us, it really took a cross-functional effort, um, not just to create the brand and, and work through what the experience is, but obviously it's all about execution and results. And so when you think about it, we're running a you know, $3 billion plus business. And so you're really trying to create a business within a business and, and a startup business for that matter. Right. Um, so it's, it, there were a lot of key learnings, but it was really a cross-organization effort for sure between operations. You know, we're, we're doing some really unique and interesting financing solutions to offer patients 100% approval. So that team was highly engaged. The marketing team, of course, spent a lot of time. We, we hired a unique position for this, uh, a smile advisor to really guide that consumer oh, nice. concierge um, experience with these for these patients. And so right. a lot of people had to touch that to, to hire these individuals in a pandemic, get them trained in a remote manner. So it really was um, a cross-functional effort. And I, I give our team a lot of credit to not only be in a pandemic as we're onboarding new employees and team members to our practice support center, but you know, you see a lot of change in a pandemic when you think about being in dental practice and, and who's comfortable coming back in, um, who's not comfortable, who has child care issues. So we had a lot of transition. And I think the team overall did a really great job leading and navigating um, through that to bring this to life. I, I think I need a smile advisor, Sarah. I think that's a great <laughs> smile advisor right now. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, how did it's a kind of shifting a little bit onto the personal note during the pandemic. How did you keep that smile on your face during this kind of challenging time and kind of maintain sanity as you guys were going through quite an elaborate, innovative process? Well, um, it was a lot. For sure. um, yeah. I think I, I was surrounded by a lot of really passionate, talented individuals, you know, at work. And so I think all of us were, really eager to see this become successful. I think, you know, it was an all hands on deck approach to everything we did. We tested a lot, we tried a lot, we certainly failed in some instances and in others, we saw a lot of success. So I think that kept me very busy. Um, I have a great group of friends and, um, you know, doing a lot here in Chicago. And I would say one of the things that I had plenty of time for was golf. You know, one of the few oh. things, obviously challenging in the, the cold months here in Chicago, but I spent a lot of time uh, golfing, reading, cooking, lots of new talents out of the pandemic. Um, but, you know, it was it. it it was it was still a busy time despite some of those those changes i guess you could say that's great that's great well as as this gets launched and you take this product out to market and it starts to expand what's your thought in terms of the orthodontic space uh over the next couple of years how do you think it's going to continue to evolve 
Um, I think, you know, the, the introduction of some of these new consumer brands, as I mentioned before, creating a ton of awareness, ton of interest for consumers. Um, they have a lot of options. So for us, it's really about positioning ourselves to be that best option and, and making sure that our messaging is really resonating with them and that we're operationally delivering on the experience that we're sort of committing to in market and, and promising our, our prospective patients. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of change as it relates to innovation. There's a lot of new products that help patients, you know, do monitoring from afar. So they're able to still stay connected with the brand, connected with the doctor that's treating them, but maybe they don't have to come in the office quite as frequently. So we're really excited about a lot of that. Um, but we expect the category to grow a ton. Um, we, we certainly as an organization operate from a place of abundance. So despite there being a lot of competitors and a lot of people in this space, um, you know, we're, we're, as an organization with everything we do, I think we're really clear on who our customer is and what's meaningful to them. And so I think when you see us go to market and, and you know, our marketing approach, the experience we deliver, it'll be really with that in mind of who our consumer is and really targeting them. Um, so the next couple months will, will be important, I think, as we execute on this and, and start to optimize um, what we're doing in the field. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, rolling it out and seeing how it expands. I mean, you guys do have, what, over 900 locations. So uh, that must be a, a, an exciting and I would say a challenging task to get all of these elements uh, working as you, as you want them to, to perform. But what an exciting opportunity and, and what, a, what a great uh, time to release a new product. We've been speaking with Sarah Sharfstein. She's the Vice President of Category Development and Strategy for Aspen Dental. She's really been leading their innovative orthodontic space and has uh, just been telling us about the launch of the new brand of Clearliners, Motto. Uh, what an amazing product and really, uh, I guess, an example of innovation coming out of COVID and really changing the, the world of dentistry as, as, we, as we move forward. So, Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, if someone wanted to, to connect with you, where should they, where should they find you? Um, they can find me on LinkedIn, um, Twitter, all the social accounts, um, but they're certainly welcome to email or call me as well. Great. Well, listen, Sarah, thank you so much for being on Uncaged. Uncaged is a show that celebrates thought leadership from today's top business leaders. We've been speaking with Sarah Sharfstein about all of the amazing stuff that Aspen's doing in the orthodontics space. Thank you so much. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks again.